part four chapter twenty eight of martin schuler by romer wilson this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part four schwarzwald chapter twenty eight the next morning martin was himself again spruce well brushed and handsome the night had been passed in pleasant slumber at ten o'clock he sat down again to continue his work of the day before he worked all day that evening he rolled about on a couch unable to find repose he was exhausted the following morning he rose dazed and scarcely troubling to eat went straight to his writing again he wrote all day and part of the night for two months he wrote incessantly taking hardly any sleep eating when he could reach food with his hand and put it into his mouth without thinking his eyes became glazed and he spoke to nobody wolf kept his friends away from the villa and had the pleasure of warning sophie not to come near the place as martin would not see her for two months martin refrained from human intercourse for two months the trees of the forest saw nothing of him his spare moments were spent upon his bed which he had had carried into the art study the rest of the day in dreaming and putting down notes his nights were passed in exhausted sleep full of dreams and visions frequently he found himself lying upon a black rock at the bottom of a well of flames a thousand feet high they flared upward from under the rock like long vermilion grass and went higher than he could imagine into the cold air of night he lay awake in the dark and watched them around him straight up like walls moving like the swift ground under an express train but always perpendicular he had the sensation of being pale and white and of feeling his body with pity he was sorry for himself he raised his head a little and the flames vanished the cold night came around him and he shivered he wanted the blessed flaring upwards to begin again to charm away the still horrible silence of the room he lay down again and no sooner was he comfortable than an irresistible thought came to him and he was forced to get out of his bed turn on the electric light and blinking with the glare sit down at his table and write until the light had become pale in the flooding sunshine of morning time passed rapidly three hours were like three minutes and at the end of a day he could not understand why he felt so exhausted because it seemed to him that he had neither made an effort nor worked hard sometimes he fell asleep at his writing-table about two o'clock in the afternoon sometimes he would look for wolf and sit in his company without saying a word until wolf became morbid and felt creepy sometimes he rushed to his library and taking twenty books of the most varied description would lie upon his bed looking at them books of pictures he particularly favoured but also books of travel catalogues dictionaries and biographies poetry he did not read it might be said that he had never read a word of poetry what he found in those books one cannot say mere words mere sights mere isolated sentences probably caught his eye and stimulated his imagination kalbach's illustrations of goethe's works pleased him he would sit for hours looking minutely into the engraved photograph facsimiles whether he found rest in the carefully drawn pictures of heroines complete with the most accurate accessories or whether he found romance in the beautiful young women and the godlike young men it is impossible to judge he gazed most frequently upon the representation of a princess playing chess the young man standing in the shadow of the curtains with his arms folded seemed to him a prince he adored the shepherd in the second plate 
pursuing the angry shepherdess and the lovesick dorothea embracing her lover in the vineyard his mind was entranced and delighted with the completeness and quality of the whole volume of plates he had no idea to what the pictures referred he never read the text accompanying them much less the works of goethe each picture for him was a story wonderful and perfectly satisfactory probably he did not know bad art from good certainly he would have found greek vases detestable representations of voluptuous nature bright colours beautiful finish this was his idea of what pleased the eye probably he himself was able to supply all the elemental necessities of his music the balance and the restraint and looked to outside things for an idea of technical finish of natural beauty and romance kalbach's pictures satisfied some need he got from them something perfectly necessary poetry or high art would probably have surfeited him he found no need to seek expression of those things in admiration he neither knew nor did not know that his work as he put it down possessed certain qualities he was not conscious whether it answered the requirements of the most exalted art never having considered these things he knew nothing about them his one idea was a slow upward motion bursting at the end into a million falls like the clear picture of the finished production the idea remained in his head the whole of the two months one day he worked for twenty hours till the whole of his blood seemed to be breaking away out of his body at the end of that time he finished the end of his last idea and sat for some minutes in dazed silence suddenly in spite of his haggard appearance a look of youth came over his face and leaping up he went into the forest he went a long way and at the end lay down and slept joy filled him he slept in the midst of joy the first terrible and great effort towards a fine work had been made the conception had become an infant he had it now in his arms as it were without considering the days ahead of him he lay under the pines in the satisfaction of a glorious accomplishment the following day martin spent in tying together his sheets of manuscript and in making delicate corrections with the most careful writing his writing as a rule was horrible but he made those corrections in a hand as beautiful as a child's in its tenth year afterwards with pleasure as childish as his writing he cut out the superfluous portions of werner's poem with brackets of red ink with a feeling akin to sacrilege that he enjoyed very much he made marks on werner's manuscript he never marked books he thought it a useless habit and had not personally sufficient courage to do it he made two holes in the side of his papers and threaded through them a piece of scarlet ribbon off an old box of sweets he then with care put the manuscript of words upon the top of them and tied them round with some string the accumulated mass of rubbish on his table covered with scribbles sketches blots and false starts he swept on to the floor and putting the bundle of papers in a special drawer rang for his valet when the man appeared he said tidy the room then he went into the outer room and calling to wolf who thought that his life would end in the silence of that house surprised him by shouting order me the car i am going to berlin end of part four chapter twenty eight recording by expatriate in bangor maine